All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint with me, Alex Matthew. Today is the 25th of September. India's market regulator is examining Friday's sharp moves in shares of Divan Housing Finance, Yes Bank and other lenders for possible trading irregularities according to people in the know. In fact, the SEBI is looking into whether brokers and investors colluded during the sharp sell-off and subsequent recovery in financial shares. Now, India is planning to sell its stake in SJVN and Power Finance Corporation to other government-controlled companies in deals that may fetch the federal government about 20,000 crore rupees, helping rein in fiscal deficit amid growing concerns of a slippage. This is according to people with direct knowledge of the matter who told this to Bloomberg. Now, Yes Bank has tried to reassure investors ahead of the board meeting that will take place today to decide future course of action after the RBI cut short the term of its chief executive officer and managing director Rana Kapoor to four months. In a statement last evening, the bank said that its managing director and chief executive officer would be fully guided by its board of directors, the Reserve Bank of India and other relevant stakeholders and that the management remained committed to protect the interest of all stakeholders. State-run Canada Bank has filed an application for initiation of insolvency proceedings against GTL Infra over the alleged default to the tune of 541.5 crore rupees according to an exchange filing by the telecom infrastructure company. In international news, Chinese authorities said that President Donald Trump's threats of further tariffs on the country's exports to the US are blocking any chance for negotiations between the two sides. The comments came shortly after the imposition of duties on $200 billion of Chinese products. And in a sign that it is looking for other ways to influence the dispute, China is taking the fight over trade directly to the US heartland, paying for an advertising supplement in Iowa's largest newspaper to highlight what it calls the fruit of a president's folly. Oil has been in focus after the OPEC's seemingly understated response to President Donald Trump's calls for a reduction in oil prices. In fact, major oil trading houses Mercuria Energy and Traficura Group are projecting the return of crude to $100 a barrel for the first time since 2014 as OPEC and its allies struggle to compensate for US sanctions on Iran exports. Brent crude reached within touching distance of $81 to a barrel overnight. In international markets, US stocks ended mixed. The Dow lost close to 180 points and the S&P 500 declined about three-tenths of a percent. The Nasdaq, meanwhile, managed to stay in the green, closing higher by about a tenth of a percent. In Asia this morning, some markets are back to trading after the holiday yesterday. The Nikkei was trading marginally higher, while the Chinese benchmarks opened with cuts of over half a percent. It's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How's it looking? Hi, good morning, everyone. The SDX Nifty is up uh, despite global queues being tepid. Crude rallied over 3% overnight. So those are the important global cues that you need to watch out for. In terms of stocks to watch out for, Yes Bank has reappointed Rana Kapoor as the MD and CEO till the time RBI has subscribed his limit. But the board of the company is scheduled to meet today to decide the course of action post-RBI curtailing the term of Mr. Rana Kapoor. SBI Life Insurance has said that BNP Paribas Cardiff may cut some stake in the company to comply with the minimum shareholding norms. 
The company said that the foreign institutional investors has confirmed the same, but regarding uh, the size, timing, nature and potential reduction, there is no clarity as of now. Uh, BNP Paribas owns almost 22% stake in the company. Infosys receives the IT digitization solution order worth almost 80 Canadian million dollars. Dilip Bilkon is declared the lowest bidder for an EPC project worth 600 crores in Rajasthan. Dana Bank Board approves the proposed merger of uh, with Bank of Baroda and Vijaya Bank. And sale raises the price for the second time for steel in the month of September as per Steel Mint. There's also a big order of 558 crores that HFCL received from BSNL. In terms of bulk deals, care ratings will be in focus. Paprai Investment Fund acquired 5 lakh shares or close to 1.7% stake in the company. In terms of IPO, Avas Financial's IPO opens today. The issue price is 818 to 821 per share. And Garden Reach IPO is the second day. The issue was hardly subscribed on the first day. And Macquarie's come out with a note of metals. Uh, Hindustan Zinc, they've downgraded to an underperform on earnings headwind and premium valuation. JSW Steel, they've downgraded to neutral as it is trading at fair valuation and their top buys are Hindalco, Coal India, Nalco and Graphite India. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquint.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast, but there's a lot more on the website, so do check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.